When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Happy motherfucking Friday! And we're off. It's the Memorial Day long weekend for our American friends and listeners. Can you grab that Scott pen, just Dave, that I pen. just threw? You're so excited, you just threw the pen. Holy Woo! fuck, it's American long weekend. Just because I know it would bother him, I don't want to grab that pen. Don't I just want to grab the one that's on the desk over there. <laughs> give, him this, him give him this questionable Sharpie. Yeah, he's just like, I can see my pen, but I don't have it. And you he's just going to get it himself. All right, everybody it, just fucking wait. Is it a good luck pen? You can't, wait, could you do the podcast without holding a pen? No. Seriously? I can't do a radio show or a podcast without, without holding, holding a, a pen. pen. Yeah, it's a thing. It's, it's your a thing. thing. I know I a couple know. of people who have that. I don't know if we call it an ism or a thing. It's just a thing you have. And regarding this specific pen, it's a gel pen, which are so much better. Oh, yeah. Aren't they? They're, su- they're superior. I'll put over a I gel would, pen, yeah. I would say. You yeah. know, for years, people were using the feather dipped in ink, and then we evolved <laughs> to the Bic, and now we're at gel pen status, and I don't know how much better it can get, but God, is it ever smooth writing. Don't you feel like a real sack of trash when you got to use a standard Bic now? Like a loser? Like those blue ones? The see-through blue ones? Ew. Ugh. Gross. What's your problem? <laughs> the worst is when you go into like a doctor's office, and they're like, could you fill out this form? And they just give you like a regular shitty see-through pen, and you're like... What am I fucking paying for here? <laughs> what is going on? Do you do you bring your own pen for a situation like that? I have a stash of pens I in the pens. car. I keep pens do you in my bring purse. Your, you use your own pen for that? I would. If I have it with me, I do would. You, do you get cocky about it? Like, that's okay. I brought my own. It's all right. I brought a, <laughs> I, I brought I a gel pen. I have my pen. <laughs> it's mine. I remember being a kid and the, the pen with the four colors yeah. was like the Cadillac of pens. Yep. Like it was the, if you had one of those where it was the red, the green, the blue, and the black, you were at next level and and people would want to borrow it and you'd be like, hell no, this is too, this is too rich of an item to be sharing. They have them still, by the way, in in a party goodie bag, my, my kid brought one home and she was like, her mind was blown. She's like, look, mom, if I want red, I get red. I click it. And then, but it was like a wonky one that was made in like the, the deep region of somewhere. Who knows where they made it? Thanks for trying, Taiwan. Oh, oh, it's like when you clicked orange, it was yellow. And when you clicked oh. red, like it was all messed up. Somebody screwed up. Someone like, like just, <laughs> just spun the wheel wrong or something. You're sitting there watching and she's, uh, she's using the pen and she's like, okay, it's orange. And you're like, am I colorblind? <laughs> it's not orange. It is. What? <laughs> what are they teaching you in school? So we got gel pens. We got the, the quad pens. Standard pens, no good. No. Nobody wants them. Uh, Dave's here. Hi, Dave. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hi, Dave. Hello. People ask me every day how your softball team is doing. Can you just please <laughs> oh, tell gosh. everyone what's going on? Did you play on? yet? No, our game's on Monday. Are you serious? You we still haven't even played? We didn't have a game this week. No, 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 no. Oh, it's, it's a bye week It's still something. preseason. So oh, we play. Right, right, we right. play uh, on Monday. You're going to play on Monday? Possibly. Wait yeah. a second. Don't say pa. You're I, the captain. Captain? I'm, I might be starting on the I.L., 
So my what? back has been oh, killing no. me. What yeah. position did you assign yourself? <laughs> I haven't yet because I haven't been together with the team on a field. But I, if anything, it'll probably be second base or right field. That's where I always played. Are you going for like moral support though? Like if you're physically oh, yeah, unable to, okay, yeah, good. A good captain does show up. I'll, I'll walk out to the to the umpire and hand over the scorecard like a good manager does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get the rules and regs. I'll you know, get out and yell at the umpire at some point and get kicked out. I'm sure. Good, be great. good, good. That's Fun. great. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about that. Uh, yeah. Good for you. The OB Run Kenobis are going to have a season. There we go. We're already. It's fun because this, we're in a WhatsApp group together, and uh, one of the guys on the team is already like, "Okay, so we got shirts for this year." He's like, "Next year we'll get hats, and then that, and then that." So it, the group really wants to build off of this. But you haven't even played a game yet. I know, but like maybe you well, fucking they, hate so, these people. So they did, but I missed the first one. <laughs> you all love matching hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Me and eight other pricks have all got the same hat. <laughs> I hate those people. They, so yeah, so they they played one already. And immediately the WhatsApp group afterwards was like, oh, that was so much fun. That was great. It was amazing. I missed it because I was at the emergency vet with my dog. Yeah. Uh, one oh, of them. the dogs. How yeah. are they doing? Uh, I th- ask about the baby every we, day, but I forgot about the dogs. <laughs> it was funny. We didn't I, even do this on the podcast, though, right? No. This is just oh, a, as a person. Not. We didn't talk about it in the pod. So now I just want to make sure people listening aren't like, I'm completely lost. What did I miss? Yeah, that's true. I want to assure you that the following is not an endorsement for pet insurance, but... No. But... but <laughs> I'd like to, I, we should have this conversation. Um, I, so my dogs, a week and a half ago, one of them got sick and started having, you know, he was vomiting a little bit. And we thought, okay, we saw some grass in his, in his vomit. Uh, and then he started having diarrhea. And then we're like, ooh, that's not good. Um, and the next day, the other one started doing the same. And then it started to get progressively worse. Sunday night... Uh, my one dog had uh, uh, just a, it was a bad episode. So we were like, and he was throwing up a ton. So we're like, oh, okay, we got to get him to the vet. Took him to the emergency vet. $600 worth of medication later, they sent us home. And then the one note they gave us was if his stool has any like jelly-like colored red, like raspberry jelly in it, you got to bring him back immediately. So we get home. It's probably like, I don't know, 1130 at night on Sunday night. And he goes out to the backyard. 10 seconds later. Yeah, it's full of red blood. Oh, so yeah. we're like, back we go. So we take him back in. He's now on an IV. He's on, you know, getting tests and all kinds of stuff. And he's he's so sad and timid. And you're just like, oh, this poor thing. Um, then the next day, while he's still at the hospital, the other one's now same symptoms, just a day behind him. And he's smaller. And he's having a hell of a time. He's retching like crazy. Like I've sounds oh. out of him I've never heard before. So uh, and they're tiny they're tiny little dogs. They too. are. Yeah, they're chorkies. Yeah. So they're not big. They're Chihuahua Yorkies. They're little guys. The one is nine pounds, the other's five. Oh my goodness. So they're not big. Um so Chewy, the five pounder, he's in there now, uh, at this point. And um Mookie's in there for two days, then Chewy's in there for two days, but they're one day off of each other. Mm-hmm. All the tests, the medication. The food, all the stuff that they gave us, cost us just shy of $5,000. Unbelievable. So in case you're thinking about getting an animal, <laughs> getting a dog just, or a cat, because it's expensive. Yeah, just prepare, because prepare. all that all that extra yeah. stuff that you that you don't plan on, we were trying to figure out what happened. They mm-hmm. they The doctors originally were like, was there like rat poison or something in your backyard? And we thought, uh, I hope not. 
um, because we have neighbors that are all, all around us, right? So we're like, did somebody maybe put something down to you know keep squirrels out which or something? Is a, yeah, for sure. Which you think, and they knew that you had a dog, so or dogs, so you'd yeah. hope that wasn't the case. So we still don't know for sure what it was, um, but we think it was the uh, lily of the valley plant, which is toxic oh, to dogs. They are, yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. there was some in the backyard, uh, like the very, very back corner of the yard. So we're, we're like, did they just peck away at it? Did I was they just wondering, like, it? do they often eat plants? N- not, I don't know, not really. Not that but, you've noticed. Yeah, but that floral scent is just, it's Who intoxicating. Knows, though? Yeah. Sometimes dogs do weird things out yeah. of nowhere. But, but the fact that both of them were sick and at the level of sick they yeah. were, like clearly it was something and not just a, a bug because it was mm-hmm. just, it was too, it was too perfect in the timing. So uh, anyway, yeah, fi- almost $5,000 later. Um, and uh, the medication plan was like uh, pills every 12 hours and then this liquid every eight hours, but it couldn't be two hours between or before or after the pills. Oh, jeez. So that a- math out. Oh, so I was up all night. Giving pills and oh, it was just. It wasn't even the baby giving you all lives. Your other no, babies. <laughs> yeah, and then the, and then the baby's just a baby, and the baby got sick. So oh, we're just like, no. come on! Like it was just a like oh, yeah, ten days no. felt like three years. So yeah. you come to work basically as an escape, like a vacation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have a, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go find a, a one of the promotion uh, closets around here and just have a nap. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Clear off a shelf. <laughs> Like, oh, we got to go in and get speakers. Oh, hey, Dave. <laughs> uh, the dogs are okay now, though. Seems to be. Yeah, yeah. The uh, uh, no more, no more uh, pissing and shitting everywhere. So I have never bought pet insurance, but after you've been through that, do you think it's something that you would have benefited from, or or is it still like, nah, you know, you don't need it? Well, we have insurance. We have insurance for the pets, but it only covers so many things. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, which is why I never buy it because mm-hmm. it doesn't cover. It everything. doesn't cover enough. That's yeah. I'll say that much. It does not cover enough. It's nowhere close to uh, enough. Now, pets are your family. You know, pets are you know for a lot of people, it's their kids. Uh-huh. You know, and the amount that you'll go or the amount uh, length that you'll go to to take care of them. The doctor was telling us that she's had people uh, get second mortgages. On their houses to take care of their pets. Oh boy! Yikes. You know, like uh, we were very, very close to having to have to send them next level to the next hospital. So, like the Ontario Veterinarians College. Like oh, shoot. at that point, it's like I could have went to, uh, I could have went to an all-inclusive five-star resort for two weeks no mm-hmm. for the amount of money that we're spending for that. So uh, could have renovated a room at least. Yeah, Maybe a couple bathrooms. Oh, the whole house. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get a bathroom with an actual waterfall yeah. in it. <laughs> for cheaper. Well, um, the, it's just a lot. It's a lot. They say, well, actually, even my vet, who's pretty real, even though I don't know if vets get a cut if you do get insurance, because they'll usually, when you have a puppy and you bring it there, they'll they'll give you the pamphlets and the flyers. They probably get a cut. Maybe Scott knows more about it. But what my vet always recommended is what I still do, which is put money away. That's your yeah, insurance. That's it. Make it specifically for the dog. Uh, for us, anyway, it's for Leo. Make it specifically for him so that, God forbid, something breaks, he falls or something happens. That's your cushion, right? I've heard that vets get a cut of just about everything. But I do believe that. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know I, either way, but um, the vet, the, the, like, I got to say the vets were fantastic and they were constantly giving us updates as it was going along because it's very stressful. Um, and, and you have a, a pet that's not in your house that you expect to be there at all times. Yeah. It really changes the dynamic of your entire house. Absolutely. It's weird. It's a weird thing. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like you don't realize it until they're not there. Mm-hmm. And and then having both of them gone, so they're very dependent on each other. 
And so when one's gone, the other one's like, just, I don't know what's happening. I don't like it. I don't know where my brother is. This is really this. I don't like this situation. And they're both like that. So they, when they had them both at the animal hospital together, they put them in crates side by side. Oh, good. So they could at least like put their paws through the, oh, no. the, the bars. It's like a sad movie. Yeah, it's like Shawshank and these poor, they're just touching between the, the bars. and like, oh, poor things. Aww. So they at least got to be kind of close it's funny together. Now, but, but Oh, yeah, at the time. <laughs> at I, the time, it's not. It wasn't funny when my wife called and said, can you put them in, in the crates oh, together, no. please? And they're yeah. like, we can't put them together, but we can put them side by side. So, yeah. it, but they're used to, they're cu- they cuddle together, course, right? Yeah. So it's, uh, uh, hopefully they're they're on the right track. I spent uh, hours and hours and hours digging out um, non uh, non identifiable plants. Ah, uh, like if yeah. I if I don't know what it is, which it's is going. about ninety nine percent of plants, it's gone. Yeah. So I had to I had to dig out the whole yard, and that's part of why my back hurts. I was gonna say. <laughs> so we're circling back to the reason yeah. why you might not play yeah. for the yeah. Obi Run Kenobis yeah. is can't play baseball because my dogs <laughs> and they like to eat Lily of the Valley. <laughs> Um, Okay, so let's switch gears here. I want to talk about uh, a what if that could actually happen. Ontario is going to pay some residents to lower their air conditioning during the peak summer period as part of an energy conservation program. People who sign up for the Peak Perks Program. Peak Perks Program. Okay are going to get $75 on a prepaid card in exchange for giving their smart thermostat access to the government. There will be 10 times between June and September during which your thermostat will be adjusted by 2 to 4 degrees. The government says the adjustments would typically last no more than 3 hours They wouldn't be on weekends or holidays, and you can opt out of a temperature change if you need to. In other words, would you like Doug Ford controlling the thermostat (laughs) at your home? I feel like Doug's the kind of guy who likes it a little colder. Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah, I I, I relate to that. I like it a little bit colder. But the whole point of this is to jack the temperature up and use the air conditioning less. I know, but what I'm wondering is if he wants there to be a reserve of cold energy so he can use it. (laughs) So he's using it for himself? (laughs) Yeah. I'm wondering if there's like... Garland's fucking hot. (laughs) I I suppose there could be some workarounds here, like in a weird way. So you could take that... Sorry, how much? $75? $75. For the summer? Yeah. Not worth it for me. No. Not worth it for me. But I'm wondering if even... if it was worth it for you and you're hearing that and you're like, you know what? I don't mind if it's warm. Couldn't you just like put a bunch of fans on and stuff and then you're using a bunch of electricity anyway? Probably. Right? You know that's what I mean? what's going to happen. It, it yeah. will happen. Is there a, so you both said not enough for me at 75 bucks. Is mm. there a number? Oh, of course. There's always a like number, if they, Dave. If they came along <laughs> Dave, there's and, a number for everything. <laughs> if they came along and said, you know what? 500 bucks for the summer. I uh, consider that. I consider that as well. I think anything, anything north of five, uh, anything. 250. Five, no, no, it's got to be five. You know wow. what? You okay. know what? Five hundred. I'm going to say that's it. my minimum. I'm going to say that's my minimum. This sounds like our contract negotiation. Yeah, yeah it's the worst. <laughs> five hundred. I'll give you two fifty. By the way, I got to go. <laughs> Back hurts. Got to go. Yeah. Oh, spasm. <laughs> um, I, I think that we've got it backwards. To be honest with you, I think that what we're doing right now is we're charging an excessive amount for everything we use. And then you get a little bit of a rebate back from the government. That's how the carbon tax works. You spend at the higher rates because it's not green, but then you get a little bit of money back to offset that. I think we should just take the cost of living as it is and lower it, incentivize using less. I think that they should be able to, for anybody who's got the smart thermostat and wants us to be involved in the peak 
Perks program. The PPP. The, P- the PPP. The trip P. Yeah. <laughs> Trips P. <laughs> the trip P. I think anybody who's involved in this and has a smart thermostat, they should look at last summer's energy cons or energy use and then set that as the benchmark. Okay, so last year you used, I don't know, 20 kilowatt hours. You get it down to 10 this year, we're going to give you a $250 rebate on your hydro bill. Oh, interesting. That, that really incentivizing it with real savings, that I think would be a lot more effective. I also think there's something to be said for asking. If if Doug or whoever just comes on TV and says, listen, the grid's getting a little over capacity here because everybody's got their AC going. I'm going to ask you, please, when you're not home, could you please just turn the air off and try and save the grid a little bit? Mm-hmm. And sometimes just asking will make people think, oh, shit, you know what? I could turn my thermostat off. You know what the issue is, though? They're going to come out with, like, this whole entire, like, program PSA they're going to put it on the radio and stuff and hey we'll take that money on the radio no problem but they'll do this big campaign and that's going to cost like a million dollars to do a campaign when you could have just put that money elsewhere that we (laughs) probably need it but I mean you're right the good thing is like for me anyway I do I do the Nest thermostat I have things preset I have the way the function the way I like it and I am mindful of that people I think for the most part are going that way if they haven't yet so I think most people are smart with it, and they will do that. But maybe some people do need the reminder. Well, I don't the, know. Not everybody lives in a in a a well controlled climate in their house, apartment, whatever it may yeah, be. Right? Yeah, that's so true. That's true. Everybody's living arrangements probably a little bit different, and comfort level is different. Yeah. I I have a fan on all night long, three hundred and sixty five days yeah. a year. Right. Even I, in the winter, huh? It, it could be minus 40 outside wow. and I have the fan on. Is your wife like shivering the whole time? Yeah. Because no, like, you like it cold. I know that. Yeah. No, she she has, uh, she's adopted to it uh, and has <laughs> she's embraced a cl- it. She's climatized. Yeah, she's completely <laughs> really numb now. <laughs> yeah. She yeah can't feel anything yeah. from her hips down. So it's, yeah, it's fine. She's fine. <laughs> uh, British accents, they say, are hot right now. In fact, there was a story just last week on how young people when they're nervous or feeling anxiety, will sometimes randomly shift into, for whatever reason, a British accent. Oh, I have such a hard time believing that. I've seen it. I, okay. I've seen it. They just get all, some people. It's just like their ism, right? Like I'm very uncomfortable. Cheerio. All right, then I'll take it. <laughs> Bangers and mash, yeah. And I'll like, take a huh? cup of coffee. Does it matter? Your stress level depends on like which articulation of the the British accent because there's so many variations. There are. Yeah, there are so many. Is it Cockney? Yeah, yeah <laughs> I right. Don't fucking know which one is which. Is it a little more regal? Yeah. You know, like is it right. not quite an English accent? Yes. One in five think their fake British accent is good enough to fool an actual British person. Get yeah, the okay. hell out of here. Yeah, okay. Stop it. Dave, let's put you on the spot because you are a good impersonator and you do great accent. Your Australian accent is top notch because I've heard you do the Australian accent before. Are you good with British accents? I don't know if I've ever heard you do any of them. Uh, you know what? When you isolate it, it's probably not going to sound good. That's the problem. Can we put you on the spot? Yeah, let me turn Cat and I's mic off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's isolating it. What a tech, what a nerd thing to do. Isolate, <laughs> Isolate your microphone. No, I, it, it's hard. It's almost like I'd have to have something to read um, and I have to hear it first. Can you give me something? Do you have anything in front of you that I, I, I could read? Scr- I have. I I'll just say a sentence. Just give me a sentence. Here. Let me see. Let me find something in here. <laughs> a real estate see. script. Uh, <laughs> I've, got uh, I've got a commercial script. Uh, okay. Um, okay. So like a, this is the sentence is uh, take advantage of this incredible offer. 
take advantage of this incredible offer. Like it's oh, see, know, that's believable. But it depends on like again. There's there's in, in fluctuation. There's uh, is it a is it a more aggressive accent? Is it less? Is he? You sound like James Corden there, wherever he's from. I thought he sounded like Prince William. Oh, okay, interesting. That's what I got from We're that. picking up different things. I sound like Prince James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> I think the more I hear it, the more I can emulate it. But yeah, and on the spot, if they just uh, said uh, we need you to do a British accent, I would need I would need, need substance to, warm up. to work from. You almost need like a warm up because I feel like if I watch a show or something with someone British in it, I could do it. No problem. I can't problem. go British cold. But I can't just out of nowhere do it. I'm the kind of similar. Is it? Does it have to be a show, or could I play like a Spice Girls record? for Yes. You? So well, I, honestly, I used to do this all the time as a kid, and I try to get away with having a British accent because I watched the Spice Girls movie that many times. Do you do like the hello love? Oh, I would do yeah. <laughs> a little Gucci dress. The little Gucci dress. Oh, the little Gucci dress. I watched it way too many times where I actually knew all the lines. Do you know the sh- the show that actually has um, affected my confidence in being able to do the accent is Ted Lasso. Oh. Because there's so many different accents on the show. Yeah. And it's it's hard. Sometimes I actually have a hard time understanding what they're saying because some of them are so thick. So thick. But there's, there's, a, there's a few characters that talk like this and it's more... Yeah. Uh, like that, like it's uh, what I hear in accent. I hear, I hear the wave, mm-hmm. the wave, uh, like the the sound wave, and that's how I emulate the accent. Are you distracted by it? Because like I, I interviewed Niall Horan um, a couple weeks back, and yeah. he's got like a Irish accent. He's from Ireland, and like at a certain point, like I wasn't even listening. To what are you saying? I'm like, oh, you say that so interesting. That's, that's such an interesting accent. And I'm like, wait a minute, what am I doing? What did, did you say? Did he use a word like <laughs> vestibule? <It> was, <laughs> And you're like, what? It's like, it's just the way, yeah, it's just like, but the wave thing, like I know what you mean. It's almost like you can see them talking. Like, totally. is, it, is that just because of our accent or do people in Australia see the wave for British people, for example? I've you always, know what I mean? Yeah, I've always wondered that because that is like, what, do we have an accent? Do Yeah. And we, I mean, we, I don't think I have an accent. That's exactly it. But I remember going to a Buffalo Bills game and talking to some people who lived in North Tanawanda. And, oh, Tanawanda, and, they know. And they're like, you guys have the funniest accents. <laughs> like, okay. And I go, yeah, okay, whatever. Listen to you. I'm like, listen, listen to you, Pat Gambino <laughs> Ford. Like, you have the accent. Yeah. They're like, we don't have any accent. And it was just an argument back and forth. Honestly. Like, I'm like, I don't, what are you talking we about? We do. And we do have things. We don't realize. Like, even American to, to Canadian, we mm-hmm. have our things. Like, when I record stuff for, like, an American company or something, like, could you just tone that down? I'm like, what did I do wrong? Well, so you and I, you and I <laughs> like to play with accents, but I, Scott doesn't. No, is it, I won't even do it? characters in commercials. Yeah, what is it? Is it like a, are you uncomfortable yeah. with it? Yeah, but I do go into a Scottish accent when I've been drinking. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. My dad does the exact same thing, and I don't know what it is. I think it's some some primitive instinct from when I was a kid, and remember my grandparents walking around acting <laughs> like it's like it's a Mike Myers movie. Heed, refill, no! Exactly. Like, ah, there it is. See, you exactly. do a better one than me, and I'm Scottish. I cannot do it. So, But I find that interesting, though, that, that it's almost like uncomfortable for you. It's uncomfortable for me hmm. to um, to do that sort of thing in public. But, I mean, like I said, around the house, having a few drinks, on the phone, whatever. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. It's not even conscious. Any of it? Can you do any like examples right now? Uh, I'll figure out a way to do it. Do you have any booze? You know what? You I just probably might. do, actually. A big glass of scotch. <laughs> Don't make it a wee one. And I've, I've, I've heard a lot of conversation lately about what accents are okay to do and what are not to do. Right. Some of them oh. are appropriating. Yeah. Oh, some of them, right. Some of them are mocking. Yeah. And some of them are more just celebratory of the sound. Okay. Um, and I thought that was an interesting conversation because if you're doing any impression 
with good intention, mm-hmm. but not everybody understands your intention. Right. Couldn't yeah, that's you make the same one. argument, though, about blackface? It's the same thing when oh, you're making no. fun of someone's... If you're not British, to try and pretend that you are is offensive to British people. Well, I think I think pretending to be is different than... Uh, there's a whole... I mean, we won't get Cultural, into it, but there's a, yeah. whole, there's a whole back thing about blackface that is completely different than doing an accent, I would say. But I understand mm-hmm. the spirit of what you're saying, but uh, no, I think they're very, very, very different. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. 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 I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. We're going to end that conversation right now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a bad day to get canceled, isn't it? Correct. Yeah. So let's just move on. It's supposed to be nice this weekend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really nice. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Remind me that in just a sec, I want to talk about Jeff Bezos, one of the richest men in the world. He is going to do what so many have done before him, Mm -hmm. design his own home and have a custom home built. Before we get to that, though, the Blue Jays are just giving it hard to their season's ticket members, some of them, because they've undergone some renovations already, and they're about to go undergo the next phase of renos, which will happen in the upcoming off-season. A, some of the seats on the lower level are being taken out to give others better sight lines, and, and that's fine. Some season ticket holders, their seats will not exist after this year. And then there's others. Global News has got a great story if you want to Google this. It's about a day one season's ticket holder. Great seats, lower level, right near the Jays dugout, $15,000 a year for these season's tickets for the Blue Jays. He splits these tickets, again, which he has had since the very first season the Blue Jays played 44 years ago in Toronto. Splits it with eight other families. So they all get a fair number of games each year and they spend a couple grand apiece. They just found out the cost of those season's tickets is being elevated from 15000 to $38,000 next year. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a big jump. Is that a way to treat your valued season members? The ones who have been with you since day one, never missed a payment. They've just 44-year customers that are guaranteed to spend fifteen grand a year. I would think any other business in the world would be tripping over themselves to get loyalty like that. Am I wrong that the seat, those seats are actually changing, though? A little bit. Yeah, so the... They're going to be better. It, it, I mean, the whole thing's better. You're still yeah. the same distance from home plate, though. I mean, I get that it's a slightly different view and a slightly different location, but to go from 15000 to almost 40000 seems criminal. Nah, yes and no. I First of all, the price is outlandish to begin with, but let's work with that premise that, okay, fine, we've accepted that that's the price. Your your experience is being upgraded. What are they just never going to fix it? Never going to change it because somebody has those seats. Um, if you can offer them something of similar value, would they take it? Would they move to a different spot? 
If you were to say, you know what, we're going to keep the price for the next 10 years for you at the price you've been paying, but we're going to move you over to here because we need this area. Would, would that be a compromise that would work? I mean, I think there has to be a conversation with each individual person whose rate is going up more than 100%. I mean, that's yeah. a massive, massive jump. I, I just, I have a real hard time with a sports team that not even that many seasons ago was practically begging people to come to their games. When they were getting like twelve and 15,000 people at Jays games, yep. these people were there. They bought their tickets. They supported the team through thick and thin. All those shit years where the Jays, they were like dead last sometimes. Mm, they but- were there through all of it. And now that they've got a hotter team and they're going to do a bit of a reno, they want to jack the prices from 15 well, to almost 40 grand. I mean, grand. it wasn't a bit of a reno. That cost a lot of money. What I would ask, though, it's, yeah. it's a lot of money. Um, and and I, no doubt in my mind, a lot of those season ticket holders had bitched one point or the other about how shitty it was and how much better it could be and how much nicer it could be. And here we are. And now the price of it's going to go up like everything else is going up. I just have a hard time feeling bad for anybody in that scenario because it's like you don't have to do it. It sucks. Yeah, you won't have your exact same spot then don't do it. You could say no. And then eventually maybe they'll lower the price again if nobody, if there's no takers. But the thing is, there probably will be takers. And if you're willing to pay the money or someone's willing to pay the money, they'll take it. My question is though, is it the, t- I mean, you say the team, is it the team or the Rogers Center? It's the one in the that's same. setting the yeah, price. It's, the same. it's basically yeah. the same thing. But it's not like a team member wants this. You know what I mean? So you can't get mad at the organization necessarily because this is a business decision i just don't know what the incentive is anymore to buy blue jay seasons tickets it's not like the leafs or raptors where you've got a once you get seasons tickets you never let them go because they're so hard to come by i mean only so many seats are reserved for seasons tickets with the jays there's thousands and thousands and thousands of them unsold right now yeah and if they're not going to give you any loyalty to be a seasons ticket member i don't know why you would buy seasons tickets why you would commit to it anyway. It, admittedly, I've never had Blue Jays season tickets, so I don't know what the perks are. I don't know what extras you get. I know that there's um, uh, one of the things that you do get is a chance to get your hands on the collectibles. So like if they do a bobblehead day, you don't have to go wait in line five hours ahead you of time. automatically get it. You can buy one. Okay. So, and they're not that expensive, but you have a chance to just get your hands on them before anyone else can. Um, there's a couple of different things like that. I know they do... Uh, season ticket perks like once once a year you get to do certain things at the park or you get a tour and and that kind of thing which is which is great but you're right there's thousands of tickets available for just about every game I will say this though in the last few weeks I've noticed that it's becoming harder and harder to get tickets um, uh, for 500 levels for for whatever the price is like huge we were looking a couple of years ago we would look on the weekend and go hey look we can get tickets um, you know, along the first baseline, 20 rows up, we could get tickets for 25, 30 bucks. Amazing. Now, this past weekend, looking at tickets to try to go Saturday or Sunday, and it wasn't a giveaway day that the day we were looking at, and it was 75 bucks was the cheapest ticket we could find, and it was in the 500s. Oh, wow. And I was like, this whoa, is becoming, it, it used to be that the Jays were the cheapest and most affordable, I wouldn't say cheapest, but most affordable experience for a family. You could grab and have a family of four, go out to a game, and it wouldn't cost you an arm and a leg. It's not that way right now. No. And that's something I think they need to pay attention to well, because they're going to scare a lot of people away. What about that $20 um, admission? That's Those are pro- gone. Those, it's great, but there's just not that many but of them. You just, 
Gotcha. So that it's so they few. cut you off essentially, like they cut it off at a certain amount. Yeah, they don't want too many people walking around. I assume. yeah, yeah. Okay. There's there's just not that many. And Got then it. also, if you're trying to get a like the general admission, if you want a seat, there's the bleacher seats in the outfield, and that's it. There's just the one set of bleacher seats. Got it. So hmm. if they're gonna do more of those social spaces and offer more of the general admission tickets, then maybe that's a way around it. Um, but again, they they only have so many of those tickets, and then you can't transfer them. You can't resell them. So if you buy them, you buy them, you have to use them. Uh, okay, a lot of rules. Uh, I yeah. will say, though, before we wrap this part up, that the Buffalo Bills are doing it right. I'm a Buffalo Bills season's ticket member, and they've already warned us, even though the new stadium is two to three years away, they're going to keep the prices the same for now, except for like maybe a modest increase or a service charge here and there. That's not the end of the world. But when they move to the new stadium, the ticket pricing model is going to change. Two to three years notice. I kind of appreciate that as a season's mm. ticket member, and I will get first right of refusal as a member on seats in the new stadium. I want tickets, so you better make sure you renew. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I'll make uh, sure I need to be on that. Need, get on it. Need to be on that. Uh, okay, Jeff Bezos in just a sec. Quickly here, I do want to mention this because we told you guys way, way, way back months ago that we would stay on top of this. Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation says residential mortgage debt has hit $2.08 trillion now. It's an increase of 6% year over year. They're saying it's inflation, interest rates, and a cooling housing market, which have led to weakened consumer confidence and left fewer home buyers looking to purchase. So we've got record mortgage debt here. And on the same day CMHC released that, the banks released their quarterly profit. <laughs> so bad timing. Huh? So oh, yikes. how much how, <laughs> for everybody whose mortgage payment has gone up, here's where it went. CIBC reported a second quarter profit. This is three months of profit. $1.69 billion. TD, $3.35 billion in three months. RBC, the big winner, at $3.8 billion. So if you are, are desperately trying to avoid that next mortgage payment... Make it. These guys need the money, right? Banks are doing really, Clearly. really, really Clearly. poorly. They need it. Yeah. Uh, oh, and gas is going to continue going up, too. I heard a great interview yesterday with Dan McTagg, the gas price analyst. He figures that we're probably going to be up around $1.80, $1.90 within the next two weeks. Everything is just getting so expensive. I really don't know how people do it. I really don't get it. I yeah. mean, whether it's rent, a mortgage, mm -hmm. food... The And now they're going to raise interest rates again next month. And the bridge is going to collapse. It has to. It's a house of cards. And yeah. they're just yeah. going to go one too many increases. Yeah. And everything is going to fall apart. Because the problem is it's not being put back in. Yeah. That's the biggest problem, right? So I'm all for everyone chipping in and doing their part. But it, it just feels like that pressure from a person-to-person -person situation is just getting way, way worse and way mm -hmm. less um, manageable. Yeah. It's crazy. It's nuts. Everybody it has got a hand in our pockets. And I mean, it's not like incomes have gone up that much. Yeah. Certainly not when we're paying rates like this. But anyway, I feel for you. And as we get closer to the interest rates, we'll talk a little more about it. Is this a weird time to talk about how rich Jeff Bezos is? Or I mean, this is right? kind of like, ooh, sorry for this segue. Well, the let's talk about this is, rich guy. <laughs> housing is why I brought it up. Yeah. Because Jeff has decided he couldn't find a single house on the market that he liked. So he's just going to build his own. And I think that's great. He's yeah. got lots of money. And technically he's renovating he's renovating whatever he's adding a home onto a property he already has but it, the budget is at like 175 million dollars so i think most people know he recently got engaged she just 
likes him for his personality, obviously, and she's very much in love with him. So that's good. So they are uh, going to get married, and I assume that has to everything to do with this new home that they're going to build together because she wants it to be a bit of her as well. So anyway, $175 million. As you can imagine, a, 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 do we even call that a renovation? That's a, I mean, you're building a brand new place is what you're doing. Yeah. And I'm just looking at some of the amenities that are apparently going to be there, and he's going to add all kinds of stuff, including, a, by the way, a, just a guardhouse, like a separate house for the guards. Their own house. He's Jeff Bezos. He He needs 24-7 security. The the truth is he probably does. But it did get me thinking about fantasy home building. Like, I mean, if you had that much money and you were building your home from scratch, and that's a fun thought, what's the one thing, aside from the things that we all have, we need bathrooms, we need kitchens, what's the one thing, cool thing, that you would have, that you would do first? Rich people shit. For me, Heated driveway. I want a heated driveway so that I never have to shovel again. If I could just open an app or flick a switch and my driveway is clear in like a minute and a half, two minutes, I would be so happy. I'd sell tickets for people to come and stand on the street and watch the snow melt. There's somebody on my street that has one. Really? Yeah, yeah. same here. Yeah. I'm and jealous every winter. Oh, yes. So jealous. Yeah. They love it. They I must just, love it. I just want to go lay down on their, yep. their driveway. Yeah. I just get amazing. angry. I just give it's, it side eye when I'm shoveling. It's probably mm. climate controlled by the government. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah. You need the temperature to be this warm in order to melt your driveway. It's expensive, but if you know you're going to be in that house for a long time, much like a lot of things you'll do to your house, I feel like it's probably worth it uh-huh. in Canada, you well, know? What would yours be? So my, uh, I have to pick one thing. I think that I would do a guest house. I want a separate place for guests. And it's not about like, you know, mi casa, su casa, blah, blah, no problem. You come in, we'll have dinner and everything else. Terrible accent, by the way. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> like that one. I don't think she's British. I never said I was good at it. But... When, when it's time for you to stay and hang out and whatever, here's your house. Here's the key to that little house. There's a bathroom in there for you. There's all the little kitchenette or whatever, all the amenities you need in that home. There you go. Have at it. Well, now you're allowed to put in those bunkies with no permit required. I mean, some people call them tiny homes, but you can get a fairly small, it looks like a shed, really, but it holds yeah. a couch. It holds a small place to sleep, maybe a microwave and a mini fridge. Boom. That's all you need. Would you put in something like that? Now? Yeah. No, probably not. No? No. You want like a house I want a house. ton of land. Like if it was a ton of land, that's when I put a house, like an actual house on the property, essentially. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you want- Guest house. Guest house. I want heated driveway. Dave, what about you? I think it's funny how it's changed. When I was a kid, my impression of somebody who had a rich uh, house that was beautiful, that they had a lot of money, they had a spiral staircase. Spiral that was, oh, that Those are me, still kind of badass. That though. to me was like, whoa, that's cool. money. That's money right yeah. there. Now it's kind of evolved a little bit, and I would love a proper, unbelievable state-of-the-art theater room. Ooh, cool. Ooh, interesting. Give me a theater room yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, with, with awesome recliner chairs facing this enormous, amazing screen. Yeah. Give me some IMAX quality level like you know stuff and, and audio video that's just machine great and yeah. stuff and all that's like cons- yeah. concession like well, a legit concession you could do that with that kind of money well here's here's the poor me trying to be rich me i bought a popcorn machine <laughs> we have it here at the radio station we do have it yeah here. so uh, we we make movie theater popcorn here we call it yeah. popcorn fridays you guys are never here for that because you leave before then but um i can't make popcorn thanks for at, including us i can't make popcorn at eight can't do it one morning. time in the morning <laughs> no it's it's just wrong um i would love to see uh, an episode because he because he just tries to be an everyday man, right? Jeff Bezos on one of those 
uh, flip it or list it or whatever those yeah. kind of shows. I would love to see him. And it's like, hey, it's Jeff and Laura, and our budget is about one hundred thirty nine billion dollars, <laughs> um, and we're looking to you know just get something a little modest. And, and then you get the Property Brothers in there and be like, wait, how much was the budget? What? <laughs> wait a second. That would blow your mind. Yeah, but I could see them wanting to do something like that and document it and make a show out of it, being completely unaware uh, that people have just d- yeah. just probably just despise the guy because of how much money he. And has. he's gonna pretend like he doesn't want all the best appliances. Like, oh no 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 LG will do. It's fine. <laughs> like, no, yeah, right. Bullshit. Do we, do we really need a, gla- a gas range? No. <laughs> um, I think I would also like solar panels. Yeah. I'd love to get sure. rid of hydro bills forever. Sure. If I could get yeah. solar panel in there and make it real green, That's I'd be good. good with that. But we did ask the question this morning on the radio, and some of the suggestions that came in were really good. A few people said they wanted a car elevator. You know, like those car dealerships where they've got a car up on like the fifth floor and yeah. stuff. Sometimes people have those installed just so that they can park two gar- cars in a single car garage. My neighbor has one of those. Cat's like, I'd like a shed. And then someone else like, I want the bat cave. <laughs> <laughs> What a simple little place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, my neighbor has one of those. It's, but you know what it's mainly for too is like the. Where the, the cars, hell do you live? The cars that you don't want to drive. It's just, he has one of those super tall garages. Like my garage isn't tall enough to do two cars, double decker. He, his is. That's incredible. But he puts his car that he drives, he'll literally drive this thing. I don't think it's insured. It's really, really expensive. I don't know what kind it is. I'm not a car person, but it's like one of these like two seater little things. And he'll drive it around the block in the summertime, and then he puts it back up on the hoist. It'd be great to see he's convinced Cat that his go kart is like this amazing car that's so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's a go kart, yeah. It could be a go kart. I don't know. It looks cool, but I don't know what it is. It doesn't even have a license plate, so it's. I'm pretty sure he's not oh. supposed to be driving it. Now, see, now all the great ideas are coming to my head. If I had the Jeff Bezos money, maybe I'm creating like a Mario Kart track. Ooh, on my property, like a legit one. Yeah, yeah, because you know, there's that one in Niagara Falls. Hmm. I don't know why they like advertise it as a Mario Kart track because it's not. I want like the rainbow. You're gonna do like rainbow. <laughs> well, rainbow. Road. Jesus Christ, we're rainbow kill Road, <laughs> coconut mall. I want all that shit. And yes, I'm heavy into Mario Kart. I'm gonna come over and I can I can help you build it. All right. My knowledge is pretty good. Sitting in the backyard painting turtle shells. <laughs> <laughs> the blue one knocks out first place. <laughs> it's got the wings. I think it would be fun. I would love something like that. That'd be cool. I think I think if I'm if if I'm that kind of money. I'm trying to recreate a perfect childhood. Yeah. I think that's oh, where it goes. Interesting. I also oh, see... Kind of like the Neverland Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think that... Uh, I don't think this podcast is going to air. A, I think that we've done too many no-nos. A golf simulator and a batting cage cool. would be a yeah. nice oh little addition. I would do a legit wine cellar is what I would do. Absolutely. Like I mean, like and a, make it like a secret thing and stuff like that. Cool, you know, a little staircase behind like a painting or something Ooh. to a cellar. Like that. And then I'd have a Somali. Now I'm getting outrageous. Like a Somalier on call that lives in your guest that house. That just lives there in the guest house. And they see? never leave. No, they're Ever. not allowed. They're chained. That's right. That's correct. <laughs> they're on constant <laughs> standby just in case Cat wants a glass of wine. Well, I I was just <laughs> talking to my wife about create like if we had property like let's say we have a couple of acres I would absolutely want to build a baseball diamond mm-hmm. like an actually yeah. well manicured baseball diamond Field with a dreams. fence you know i'd bring the fence into about 200 so i could you know feel good about myself and <laughs> <laughs> i'm like man i haven't hit i haven't hit one in the park in a week but imagine how cool that would be and you could even like i don't know you could rent it out to leagues they pay good money for that yeah, you should would, know obi run kenobi yeah, and he'd host all the practices yeah, at his house. That's, that's right. correct yeah yes. I, I just I, i'm such a fan of the like well manicured golf courses, baseball diamonds, all of that. I would I would love to have something like that. 
pro- proper mound, like everything's cool. measured out. Like, oh yeah, that would be, that's probably my, my geek out dream thing to have. But with 200 foot walls in the outfield. That's correct. Okay. Yes. Yes. I'm trying to it's got to be attainable. Yeah. When, when our text came in on this, what were the, there was one thing that people just kept bringing up over and over again. There was a couple of things. A library was one thing that surprised me. Yeah. Well, I feel like you'd never use that. I feel, like That's the thing. Were they really avid book readers or did they just like the thought of having a full library you know, in their home? And, and I, I don't know what it is, but maybe they're bored or maybe they just want to be pretentious and they're not. The library thing seems kind of useless to me, but I feel like libraries are. I think that uh, I could spend a lot of time, though, redesigning a bathroom because I'd love to put in a steam shower. Heated floors? With heated floors. Oh, I, you'd have to have the works, yeah. I, I want to walk in and steam me. Give me like a five-minute steam shower. Like a car wash, but yeah, for humans? Very similar. You should do a conveyor belt. Right. I would do, <laughs> I'm going to stand here and it's going to carry me through all the phases of I wash. Put your hands on your hips. <laughs> all of a sudden, the demands are just getting outlandish. I want to party with Roger Clemens and I want him to remember it. <laughs> if you had 100, this is $175 million as your budget. I mean, the sky's the limit, really. We got to go. Do we owe anybody an apology? There's a lot. I'm only going to get to a few of them, though, because this is a long list. We got to say sorry to anybody who loves a basic Bic pen. Uh, Deep apologies to everyone who thinks my softball team plays as often as the Blue Jays and are looking for daily updates. I just don't have that many (laughs) updates for you. Uh, Sorry to everyone who's excited to get an Amazon gift card to let the government control their thermostat. We should say sorry to my dogs who had to be separated at the vet. Uh, Warmest regrets to everyone with an English accent. And sorry to those who think that their terrible accent impression is actually good. Uh, And we have deep remorse owed to Jeff Bezos. We hope you get the the house of your dreams because you really have earned it. Um, And apologies to Mike Tyson, not for any reason in particular, but just because it's a good idea. Have a great weekend, everybody. We will see you Monday with another episode of After Nine. Bye-bye. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the great white north and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.